Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to On the Ball with Rick Buecher. Here's your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher. This is On the Ball on the United Wecast Network, and I am Rick Buecher. You can see me on FS1, hear me on Fox Sports Radio, and you can read me on the Fox Sports app and at foxsports.com. You can also follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at Rick Buecher. I'm a lot of places. But there's only one place you can hear me talking about story angles and perspectives that you are not likely to find anywhere else, primarily but not exclusively involving the NBA, and that is here. I mentioned Memphis Grizzlies point guard John Morant in the last episode, talking about his chance of being the next face of the league on FS1 prompted discussion about Steph Curry, and my belief Steph never had the chance to be the face of the league because of LeBron James. Ja has a lot to accomplish in order to be the next face of the league. But I see him having an opportunity that Steph never did, in part because of timing and the competition, in part because of a difference in their two games. A lot has happened as I ruminated over talking about Ja and what makes for a face of the league in the NBA. Ja went into Boston and lost to the Celtics behind a big performance by Jason Tatum. LeBron James put 56 on the Warriors and Steph. Those events in themselves don't move the needle or prove anything, but they're not meaningless. They are reflective of other things we already know to be true. Keep in mind, when we're talking about being the face of the league, this is not the same as saying who is the best player who is the most successful, or even who is the most popular. It's in a category all its own. The litmus test is simple. What is the first name or face you think of when you think of the NBA? Now, I'm sure for some people, Steph Curry fans in particular, it's Steph. But for the vast majority, it is LeBron, and has been for the last 10 years ever since he won a championship with the Miami Heat. That's how he supplanted Kobe Bryant. I had to smile when viewers came at me on social media and said LeBron was one and Steph was 1A, as if that disputed my assertion. Or the viewers who claim there are faces of the league. Nice try. There's always a face, with the NBA anyway. It's unique in that regard because of how it is marketed and how we view the game. 
one player can truly make a difference, can truly be the one everyone is trying to knock off. That's one of the many holes in the idea that Steph was ever the face of the league. Opponents weren't trying to knock him off, they were trying to knock off the Warriors. For those who want to jump on Tyron Lue's recent comments about game planning for Steph over Kevin Durant, I addressed those in the previous episode. With LeBron, since proving he could win a title in Miami, it has been how do teams beat him in Miami, in Cleveland, and then in LA. I'm not sure there's always a face of the NFL because the league and sport are so team-oriented. My inclination is to say if I had to pick one to go with Tom Brady until he retired. And I'm not a Brady fan per se. I have great respect for what he's accomplished and even how he decided to go out. But respect isn't a determining, a determining factor on face of the league either. Aaron Rodgers is the two-time MVP and in my mind, a better quarterback, pound for pound. Patrick Mahomes is clearly in the conversation as a prominent face. But Brady created this persona of being unbeatable in the biggest games, even if that wasn't unconditionally true. But I can't cite any particular data to support the Brady idea. That's a pick based on doing what I do, which is work in sports media. I know some fans believe that we determine, the media that is, the hottest topics and what we spend the most time talking and writing about, but it's actually the reverse. Fans, listeners, viewers do. We go with whoever draws the most attention, the most eyeballs, the most clicks. Major League Baseball is different because baseball in general is regional. There is no face of the league because the league doesn't promote itself that way, and the nature of the game isn't built for one player to dominate. If it was, and he wasn't Asian, it would be Shohei Atani. But we're not quite that open-minded collectively as sports fans in this country. Certainly not about something as steeped in good old boy nationalism as baseball. The NBA is less so, but has shown signs of the same prejudice, I guess you would say. I don't mean to keep harping on why Steph has never been the face of the league, but after being bombarded by counter-arguments, I'm more certain than ever that I'm right. Because the counter-arguments have tried to point to slices of popularity or accomplishment. And as I said at the top, being the face of the league isn't based solely on that. Tim Duncan won five titles and was never the face of the league. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a two-time MVP, champion, and finals MVP, and he's never been the face of the league. There are a lot of subtle elements that go into being the face of the league. Presenting what seems to be an unstoppable force is one of them. And that is something Steph has never proven, at least not on his own. The latest case sent my way is that Steph has been viewed more times on social media than any other player in the league by a wide margin this season. LeBron is second, and John Morant is third, which doesn't surprise me in the least. Steph Curry was chasing the all-time three-point record earlier this season. I would hope that he would have more social media views than any other player. Most people around the world don't have access to NBA games, so following Steph's pursuit 
on social media was undoubtedly the best way to do it. But enough on that. I'm not here to bash Steph. Anyone who wants to say he'd be the face of the league if it weren't for LeBron, I'm not going to fight you on that. I still believe he had an important ingredient missing, but I can't give you who it would have been if it wasn't LeBron. But anyone who thinks he hasn't, Steph that is, lived in the shadow of LeBron over the last 10 years is simply exercising their fandom and wishful thinking. The most followed NBA player on social media as of October 9th, last not October 9th, before the season started, was LeBron with a total of 180 million followers. Steph is second among NBA players at 63 million. The reason I give Ja a chance to be the face of the league at some point is because he's 22 and already catching everyone's attention. We discussed on Undisputed whether or not he's the most electric player in the league right now. The fact that he's in the conversation at 22 in only his third season on a Memphis Grizzlies team that has never so much as won a playoff round is amazing. He's already an all-star starter. It took Steph five seasons just to make his first all-star game. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. He also, jaw that is, has an ability to dominate opponents physically, which is, again, nothing short of amazing since he's basically built pretty similar to Steph, listed as 6'3 and 174 pounds. And yet, he's yamming on seven-footers and making above-the-rim highlights on a nightly basis. It's that element that had many projecting Zion Williamson as a future face of the league, even though his game and winning are nowhere near the level of Jaws. It's not that Steph can't create a spectacle. He certainly can do that. But there's a reason kids of every age are launching three-pointers from everywhere on the court. Because they can. They can even make a few of them. This is what I find funny about those making the case that Steph changed the game if they're talking about his deep three-point shooting. And quite frankly, what else could they be talking about? If Steph changed the game by introducing logo shots as a staple of a player's offensive arsenal, well, how truly unique is it if other players are able to adopt it? Or if you take away that one superior ability, it renders him as just another really good player. Being an NBA star, despite his size, but because of a talent other little guys not in the NBA can replicate, makes him approachable and relatable as much as any player in the league. But it doesn't make him the face of a league that has largely been defined by athletes doing things that the vast majority of us can simply watch and wonder with jaws unhinged. Wilt, Michael, Kobe, LeBron... 
They could all do something physically that the average human could only dream of. Trey Young suffers from the same issue. He's even more physically limited than Steph. 6'1 and 164 pounds. At least that's what he's listed. Now, Allen Iverson was about the same size, but his wingspan, speed, and change of direction were on an entirely different level. He could do things physically that no six-footer could do. Ja is in the same category. That gives them the chance to elevate their game to yet another level in the postseason, which is an important ingredient in all this, and I'll get to that. We've seen Trey in the postseason now, and it's concerning, at least to me, that his effectiveness dropped off as much as it did, but not completely surprising. This was his first taste of postseason play, so let's, let's see where he goes from here. But I don't really know how much better Trey can get. Where can his game expand? Shooting threes at a high level is already a big part of his game. Overall efficiency, better assist-to-turnover ratio, sure. But he doesn't have the stockiness of a Chris Paul that allows him to play at a slower pace and still create the same space, airspace to get his shot off or passing lanes. Now, spectacular athleticism can't be all a player has in his bag to be the face of the league. If that was the case, Vince Carter would have been the face of the NBA for several years. It's a combination. Winning and winning at the highest level is part of the equation. In fact, here are the boxes that need to be checked to be the face of the league. One, you need to play for a perennial contending team over several years. You need to win a championship. You need to be the undisputed number one reason for that championship. You have to have an inimitable wow factor. You have to have a personality as assertive as your game. And to this point, you have to be an American. This, if nothing else, shows just how far Ja has to go. I'd say Steph checks off at most four of the five boxes. I would legitimately say three. He doesn't have the second one, undisputed number one reason for a championship, because he's never been a finals MVP. There's just no getting around that. I also am not completely convinced I'd check the box on his personality, being as assertive as his game. He is assertive, but it's quietly. He leads more by example. If someone is going to give a fiery speech or have a sharp word with someone on the Warriors the way we've seen Michael, Kobe, LeBron, and Giannis, it's Draymond Green, not Steph. I haven't been personally haven't personally been around the Grizzlies enough to say definitively who their vocal leader is, but it would appear to be Ja. By the way, this might be the greatest trick LeBron has ever pulled. Getting the media and fans to believe he's been the leader of his championship teams. He hasn't been. Not the vocal leader. Not the locker room, bring everybody together leader. Just ask the guys who played with him. It kind of cracks me up how many media members have written or talked about LeBron's leadership and clearly never talked to his teammates, or maybe not the right teammates, or simply those teammates weren't willing to confide the truth in them. Because they'd tell you, as they've told me, that in Miami, Dwayne Wade was the leader. And 
believe it or not, in Cleveland, the second time, James Jones was the leader. On the Lakers bubble team, it was Rajon Rondo. I hate to keep bringing up Kendrick Perkins in my podcast, especially since we're not colleagues, but with that ESPN platform and his willingness to use it, he produces a lot of narrative driving content. He changes his position from day to day, but look, I appreciate his passion and his work ethic. Clearly puts a lot of time into covering and talking about the NBA. Anyway, his latest take is that Ja... Jason Tatum and Luka Doncic will battle it out to be the next face of the league. I only bring it up because it helps illustrate why Ja shouldn't just be the favorite, but really is the only one capable of winning it because of his intrinsic attributes. Doncic has everything except the fact that he's not an American. I don't know how he gets around that. And maybe, maybe that could change. But if we were we were already that open-minded, Giannis would be the face of the league right now, and he's not. So, Doncic has to do all that Giannis has done, win a championship, win MVP of the league, and the finals, just to supplant him in the pecking order. For Tatum, it's his personality, and being the number one undisputed reason for his team winning a title. Personality-wise, he's as laid back as a Malibu surfer. He's also clearly not the vocal leader of the Celtics. Marcus Smart is. Tatum is a dynamic scorer and can be an effective two-way player, but he isn't always the driving force behind their success. There's the very real possibility that if the Celtics were to win a title with their current roster, Smart could be finals MVP the same way Andre Iguodala was with Steph Curry and the Warriors. I'm not saying he would be. I'm just saying he could be. Which I'm also saying about Ja, when it comes to being a future face of the league. He could be, more so than any other player in the running right now. Which, in itself, is saying a lot. Alright, that does it for this episode of On the Ball on the United Wecast Network. Please rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to promise you that I'm going to be more productive when it comes uh, to the podcast, putting out episodes more routinely, more, more on the line of what I have been doing in the past. My TV schedule has been incredibly busy and demanding, and that has prevented me from spending as much time here with you as I normally do. But that TV schedule is about to ease up at least a little bit, and there's a lot to cover when it comes to the NBA now that we are closing in on the end of the season. A lot of subjects out there. We will get to one of them in the next episode. In the meantime, as always, thanks for listening. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.